0: Welcome, mortal souls, to Strange Darkness Radio. Within the echoes of our hosts' haunting voices, terror weaves through the airwaves like a malevolent symphony. I am Benson, your spectral guide, leading you into the uncharted realms of the macabre. Brace yourself for a descent into a paranormal abyss with hosts Bobby Washington, Carolyn Gray, and Amy Tiderman. They traverse through tales that linger in the shadows, spectral apparitions, haunted domains, cryptids, and otherworldly encounters. Embrace the darkness, extinguish the lights, steal your nerves for a bone-chilling night into the heart of the unknown. It's time for Strange Darkness Radio.
1: are back for season three. Ladies, how is it going tonight?
2: Fantastic. Happy to be back podcasting with you guys. Awesome. It was
3: so weird having all that time off and not recording with you guys. I yeah. missed it. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: I, I was kind of, you know, getting, you know, a bit nervous. It's like, are we going to, are we coming back? But, um, but right? yeah, no, we, we are back. <laughs> Definitely. Tonight is going to be a fun-filled show And we have someone who I think is going to be amazing, and I want to introduce you guys to her. But before that, we're going to get into a little bit of show business. And just to let you know, as uh, we move forward on season three, we may or may not come out with what we call bonus episodes in the sense um, we talked about it on the last episode, we might just drop an episode every now and then, an extra episode. But Amy is now, you know, on the show permanently on the main show, opposed to me and her just doing bonus episodes.
2: Yeah, it's been promoted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, okay. We'll see if you actually like it. We'll we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, this season we definitely have a lot of things planned. We we want to you know do a lot more live shows on YouTube. So that's something that we want to get into and, you know, have guests on do the whole interview process live. And we also will, you know, still upload some episodes that we do that are our Audible podcast and show some of those in certain snippets and all that good stuff because the shows are edited as we, you know, before we put them out, stuff like that. But but yeah, I think this season is going to be really interesting. We got some really great show topics coming up and and some real new and interesting, you know, things moving forward. So, so anything new with you guys?
3: Oh, well, I just want to say welcome to the big leagues, Amy. You're... You're officially no longer just the bonus episodes. Wow. Aw, oh, thank you. I'm hey, so people happy love, to be, gonna be here. It's going to be real different, so be ready.
1: People love a those bonus episodes. A
2: Well, I am happy to be here. Happy to be with the bigwigs now. Thanks for letting me join you guys. <laughs> That's too funny. I'm
3: happy the three of us get to record. This is going be, to be fun. I didn't want to say way more fun,
1: but it's going to be
2: fun. <laughs> Well, I think it's going to be way more fun with me here, right? That's why I got promoted. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it, should, it should it should be great. Okay, so we do have Wait, Go ahead. I also
3: just want to let all of our listeners know, I got a new job. I am working oh, at yeah. a hotel now and it's a historic hotel and it is supposedly very haunted. So I'm hoping one of these days I can bring you guys to work with me and do a special episode there.
1: Oh yeah, that so, would be interesting.
2: Uh, yeah, Definitely. that would be fun. Do you have ghost hunting equipment, Carolyn? No, I don't. Maybe I can borrow some of Bobby's though.
1: Yeah, I can. I, have I, can, I can here. send some down. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that would be that would be extremely cool. Even you know the people that are staying in the hotel, you know, uh, might have some paranormal experiences they want to share. You know, on the show, so that would be great, also. So yeah, it's
3: actually been featured on a few different popular like ghost hunting channels on YouTube. So I was actually surprised to find it on oh. there when I first got hired. But yeah,
1: so any big famous. names like Ghost Hunters or you know Zach Zach Show? Anything? Um, that?
3: I can't think of specifically. There's one guy I watch, uh, Franco TV. He, I don't know, you know how famous he is or whatever, but he goes everywhere. <clears throat> he goes to other countries and he he does you know haunted hotels, okay. battlefields, cemeteries, and he's he's got quite a following actually. So he did oh, nice. an episode there, and I saw a few others. But
1: okay, we might have yeah. to. Me and Amy might have to come down, and you know we, we can do a live. Yeah. You know, podcast. we should all just fun. do a. We should all do a ghost hunt. That would be super fun. Yeah, that would be interesting.
2: That yeah. sounds like an exciting field trip. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We we see see who would actually last. Our first field um,
2: trip. You know, right. I'd probably
1: be the first one out the door, personally. Probably you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure. All right. We do have a, a new semi-sponsor, but not really a semi-sponsor for the show, which is uh, interesting. I just, I just want to tell this because it's, it's so funny. As you guys know, well, at least we said in the last couple of shows, I've been on a whole weight loss journey thing. So in doing that, you know, I, I'm still always trying to find you know, sweet things that I can enjoy without being, you know, overindulgent in in that. And so I found this uh, company called Popcorn Remix. And they're really interesting because I, (laughs) when I was like, I don't know, probably uh, 19 or so, this story is so funny. I want to tell it real quick. And hopefully it's not too crazy. Because again, this is a great product. So I don't want to intertwine the two as far as what I'm about to say. But me and my buddy uh, went down to old Sacramento. Had They have like a train museum and different things.
3: Like our historic Yeah, historic uh, area. It's like
1: a yeah old western type, you know, town yeah. and stuff with like a saloon and all that good stuff. Cowboy. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> there was this uh, popcorn joint that we loved and they used to have blueberry popcorn and uh, it was freaking amazing, right? And so me and my buddy, you know, we got some, went home that night and you know, we're eating, playing video games, talking and doing our thing. We go to sleep. We wake up the next morning and my buddy is reaching into his blueberry popcorn that he had left and he's all eating the popcorn, enjoying it, just having a great time, right? It it was really good popcorn, right? And I look at him and I was like, dude, You have ants all over your face. Like, you know. So ants got into the popcorn and he's eating this popcorn and he has ants crawling all around him. It's the craziest thing. Did he eat the
3: ants? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Because he didn't know.
1: I mean, this was going on. He was eating this stuff for like at least about 10 minutes, right? And (laughs) And he didn't see it? No. He didn't feel anything crawling on him or anything, right? And that night, the ants just found it and they like, you know, just put a march on it, right? The queen was like in the bag. It was crazy. (laughs) Oh, um, he didn't
2: get ants from the store. It was like he had opened the bag and then from his house they went. Yeah, yeah. It was my house. It was
1: was like on the windowsill. He left on the windowsill or something crazy like that, right? (laughs) And I I was just horrified. It was like a horror movie. I was like, dude... You have ants all over you. You know you're eating ants. You know, and um, it's like, man, this is really good though. I I was like, you are crazy. Exactly. So, anyways, to make a long story short, that's it. Was a the story was freaking funny. So I've always been looking for popcorn places that make like, you know, whether it's cotton candy, blueberry, raspberry, cherry, all kind of different things. This place. That I found, and actually I found them on it. It was like a Steve Harvey podcast or something like that. And, you know, I hit them up. They're actually based out of Atlanta. And I'm like, hey, man, send me some popcorn and all that good stuff. Pay for it. You know, then I, you know, tried it. It was amazing. So, you know, with that being said, I was like, hey, you know, I want, you know, to have you guys on my show, sponsor your, you know, like do a reverse sponsor to where I'm actually just having them on the show because I like their product. They have over like 50 flavors and everything. And you guys should really check them out. They're really big on Instagram. And it's a small business startup, you know, African-American, you know, company. It's really good. You guys should check it out. But I will, you know, when we go to break, you will hear a- a bumpers that are going to be played on the show that I did. What is um, it
3: called? Um, the, the business a
1: Popcorn Remix popcorn remix yes you will you will trust me you keep listening to the show you will know all about it and (laughs) i have a bunch more popcorn coming on you know i'm still doing good on my diet you know 40 pounds you know i've lost so far so that's still going great yep yep and you know got to get down to that 165 so but yeah doing good anyways we're gonna go ahead and take a break And uh, when we come back, we're going going to have an amazing, amazing numerologist, psychic. She has so many titles, it's crazy. But we will get into that. So we will
0: be back. It's time for a commercial break. We'll be right back. Introducing Popcorn Remix, the ultimate snack for late-night cravings and podcast sessions with Bobby at Strange Darkness Radio. Escape the guilt of sinful snacks with this sweet or savory treat that transforms familiar flavors into popcorn delights. Indulge in the tempting variety, from Charlene's banana puddings to lemon cake, savory lemon and pepper, and incredible jambalaya, featuring over 50 flavors. Each bite is a mysterious encounter, captivating your taste buds like a shadowy figure in the night. Let the popcorn seduce you with its sinful allure, offering an irresistible guilty pleasure with a healthy twist. It's a burst of excitement Reminiscent of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, Popcorn Remix is the popcorn experience that keeps you craving more, as if you've danced with shadows in the moonlight. For this delicious adventure, contact them at info at or call 678 806 5855. So go to www.popcornremix.com to have joking. a remix really in flavors. Now let's get I mean, back to Strange this Radio. How
1: much I love it. You really
3: sold that.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that okay. a great
3: commercial. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Okay, Benson, here we go. Let's do it.
0: Welcome listeners to season three of Strange Darkness Radio, hosted by Bobby Washington, Carolyn Gray, Amy Tideman, and your spectral voice, Benson. On tonight's show, we have a captivating guest joining us, Rothy, the host of the whole podcast. Rothy is no ordinary individual. She possesses extraordinary skills as a clairsentient and claircognizant, along with being an automatic writer. Her journey into the supernatural began at the age of seven when she and her mother encountered a demon, facing an attack that shaped her unique skill set and compelled her to embrace her supernatural abilities. But Rothi's abilities go even deeper. As a numerologist and empath, she started channeling in 2019, sharing incredible spiritual awakening stories. She provides consultations using her psychic gifts through numerology and automatic writing. From personal numerology to compatibility charts for couples or business partners, Rothi has a keen ability to predict false flags and major events. In her work, Rothi decodes the framework of our simulation through numerology, uncovering how elites move and communicate. She'll explain why certain dates hold significance for the elites and help people understand themselves through their charts. Stay tuned for a fascinating conversation with Rothi as she shares her insights, experiences that delve into the mysterious world she navigates. This is an episode you won't want to miss on strange welcome darkness to the show. radio Poppy, you.
4: oh my gosh well thank you i i, I don't think i've ever heard quite an intro like that that was absolutely <laughs> incredible well thank
1: i don't think you. that
4: i could have come up with something like that that was great guys that i was really really thank you so much that oh was, you're
1: welcome thank you those are all your attribute <laughs> skills and things that you put out into the universe which is amazing
4: Thank you. Happy to do it. I'm honored to do it, and I just I, I'm passionate about helping people understand the framework to the simulation, like it said, and learn how to read life through the numbers. It's just such a hack. It's such it's such a code, and you really can learn people. You can learn how to make better decisions. You can learn things about yourself, and it really is just heightens your your level of consciousness mm-hmm. literally in life and it was the one of the main catalysts to my very very significant spiritual awakening so, so yeah that's why i'm here thank you for having me
3: can i ask you so your your name is sarah but you go by rothi and is it rothi or rothy the are- our Benton guy was saying Rothi. <laughs> okay. um, yeah,
1: he, he has sometimes, you know, he's British. What can you do?
3: Yeah. So good. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's Rothi. Um, it's it's short for Rothblatt. It's a nickname that I was given from a former boss when I used to work in in radio in Orlando. Oh, so nice. yeah, it's just kind of my nickname, but it Rothi Reads Numbers is kind of the the brand that I've gone with as a numerologist. So it kind of just rolls, rolls with the tongue, so to speak. So, so Rafi it is.
3: Okay. And I already have questions for you based on, you know, what you just were saying about numerology. But before we get into all that, I think we just kind of wanted to know a little more about your story and yourself and how you got into this, you know, your experiences
4: and growing up. So do you mind telling us a little bit about you? Absolutely not. I think it's a big part of, I like to let people know how it happened for me because I do have kind of a, somewhat of a a big fish life story, that's a little bit hard to believe if you don't know me, if you don't understand where I came from and how these things came to be, it's, it sounds a little bit weird. So, and it was also very, you know, I've never heard of a spiritual awakening through numerology. So it's kind of a whole other can of, of beans, you know, so to speak in that regard as well to make a, a long story as short as possible it started in El Paso, Texas. That's where I was born and raised till I was about 11. I moved to Orlando, Florida, central Florida. My mom got remarried. So I was, you know, taken out of Texas. We moved to Florida. I lived there for the next 30 or so years until 2019 when I moved to Dallas, which is where I live now. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was then that my, my spiritual awakening and my spiritual abilities, specifically, really started to kick into gear. I had been, I had been low-key obsessed with numerology for several years since about 2011, but I just kind of studied it on my own, not really publicly. I was raised in the church, and so mm. I always kind of had this um, thing yeah. in the background of of my mind: like, I, I, am I like? playing with my soul's destiny? (laughs) Am I going to like, you know, my family? Like, it was just one of those things that I kind of wrestled with for a while, but I was fascinated with the numbers and they always called to me. And so there was one verse of the Bible that always sticks out and, you know, still continues to stick out in in this regard and that is seeking you shall find. And, you know, for, I still believe, I still have the faith that I grew up in. I believe certain different things about it now that I've done a lot of research and had my awakening. However, my core beliefs are still the same. I have not gone into like, quote unquote, witchcraft or blah, 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 blah. No, (laughs) like, (laughs) numerology is God's sacred language. He did a lot of coding throughout Mm -hmm. the Bible. I mean, we have a whole book called Numbers, hello. You know, so God knew he created numbers. It's literally the framework to our entire existence. We all know that everything is energy, right? So how do you quantify energy? Through frequency, right? How do you quantify frequency? Through numbers. Therefore, if everyone and everyone is if everything and everyone is energy, then everything and everyone is numbers as well and can be broken down into such. So it was and forgive me if I kind of go back and forth with with things. It's a it's kind of a big picture thing and I want to get some details in. No. It was. Around two, uh, 2011, when I, again, started getting into numerology, kind of low-key, and studying it, and it it was my birthday that year that really kind of like just smacked me in the face. And this is kind of like what threw me in, in that rabbit hole. Uh, my birthday is May 1st, and which I didn't know at the time, but is a very old, ancient holiday, pagan holiday, known as Walpurgis Not. Hmm. And it is actually the most evil day of the year. It is, it goes from (laughs) sundown April 30th to sundown May 1st. And so, because of course in the Bible and Hebrew, that's how the calendars and days work, right? You go from sundown to sundown. Mm -hmm. So this is that old ancient pagan holiday that happens to be six months to the day, by the way, from October 31st, which is Halloween. So I was
3: going to say, is it kind of like a pagan Halloween?
4: Yeah, it's like their version. of, oh, Okay, yeah. So it's Interesting. like right. If you go back to the history of it, it's a lot of German. There's a lot of, of of German, but there's other cultures and countries around there that Norwegian, different. Like I said, different places, and they celebrated it in different ways. But it was a lot of it was along the lines of the Maypole. You know, you got the the kids dancing around the Maypole, May Day the May flag, all of that ritualism and children, which is something that I just am not cool with in any way, shape or form, leave the kids alone. And so Mm -hmm. just to kind of know about that, it it varies in different forms. So not all of it was that extreme, but some of it was. And it's, you know, it's the day of the year. It's the one day of the year that the veil between this dimension and the spirit world is the thinnest. So, this is the day that historically it's how Walpurgis not was started that witches would convene with Satan and they would bring in different spirits from the underworld through this thin veil to do the work of the devil. So, and it just kind of morphed into different types of, of pagan religions, you know, throughout that, the culture. That didn't freak you out
1: being <laughs> born on that day yeah <laughs> to yeah. ask and, questions and, like okay what you know
4: yeah, how well does that affect me just the beginning yeah exactly yeah. exactly like am i here for like i love you jesus am i here yeah. for the right things like yeah like i'm really starting to question myself now right and then and then i start to look at history May 1st in history? Well, we've got May 1st, 1776, which is the day that the Illuminati was established. We have May 1st, 1945, the day supposedly one of the Antichrist, Adolf Hitler, supposedly died. And then we have 66 years later to the day, May 1st, 2011, when another Antichrist, Osama bin Laden, supposedly was taken out. Hmm. And you can That's you crazy. Think. Are all these dates... Like you've looked it up and verified it. Oh it's yeah. Like, oh, and mm-hmm. I was—I remember being in the living room on my birthday in Daltona, Florida, with my family, watching the news, and they were talking about how they'd gotten Osama bin Laden that day. Mm-hmm. And so, if you look at it, if you look at it online, it's like it's—it'll say May second, but that's because of the fact that it was May first here,
1: mm-hmm. it,
4: it, where we are. So when mm-hmm. we're finding it out, oh right, yeah, they're ahead of us. Right. So, so, because I remember it, it just happened. It's May 1st. It's my birthday. I'm going to remember that. Mm -hmm. And then you have 66 years to the day, and then you have what's May 1st in numerology. That's a six. You got six, six, six. So this really, Mm -hmm. that was my first kind of like piecing together of how the elites use certain dates in certain ways and and Mm -hmm. can use time. You know, make certain things happen on a certain year, and then so many years later on that same date, make another thing happen and, you know, pull it all together, big picture, so that it's maybe a little bit more difficult for the average person to decode, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But then, but then God was like, no, we're going to send an, a, another human down there, and she's going to be born on this day, and she's going to be like obsessed with numbers and wow. learn it. And so, <laughs> yeah, that's literally like what happened. It's like I've just had a way to, be able to look in into it. But anyway, that was like one of the big things that like blew my mind. I was like, I gotta dive in from there. And this all came natural
1: to you when it when when delving into the numbers and you being able to see that, you know, and visualize that.
4: It did. It it really did. I have to say, I don't recall a lot of the things that I looked up. I literally taught myself numerology. The one person that I do recall that got me started in it. My mom told me about it first. And, and then we listened to Gary, the numbers guy who was on the Glenn Beck show. I think it was new year's Eve, 2020 going into 2011. Yeah. And so that was kind of like one of those things that, okay, made me take a look into it. And then, you know, five months later, Osama bin Laden supposedly, you know, is mm-hmm. gone on my birthday. And that's when I really took, you know, the swan dive into that rabbit hole. Um, I did not, I, of course, you know, would look things up online and just Google and stuff, but I just started, I didn't realize it until like 2019 when it was in my face, but the numbers started showing their own personalities to me. I know that sounds insane, but they have attributes, they have personalities, they have energies yeah. I was going to ask
3: that about numerology like do the specific numbers have specific like characteristics because I know that in numerology it only goes 1 through 9 right so once you get to 10 you kind of go back to 1 and then 11 is 2 like you add you add the numbers up into a
4: single digit right so partially right so you have the cardinals 1 through 9 and then you have the masters 11 22 and 33 now this is only for personal numerology charts or for dates of prediction, okay? This is also Pythagorean numerology. This is not Gematria. Gematria is a whole, <laughs> a different type of numerology. That's more of like you confirm on the back end of things. Whereas Pythagorean numerology helps you to predict on the front end. That's how I've been able to predict false flags and you know things that have happened before is because I I know the date that's coming up. So there's certain energy that I read from that. And and yeah, they absolutely have their own personalities. I name them all. Like the eight, like I told you, the big one is Kanye, Omari West. And he's an, he's an eight <laughs> 11- eleven yeah so he's an amplified <laughs> eight you know and then like there's you know each each one of them has its own energies its own personality traits and then when you combine them they kind of they're like mixing colors together they just mm-hmm. they do certain things some of them are, make beautiful colors together and some of them are just baby poop green you know it's like what yeah. i like, shouldn't no. mix those. Exactly. <laughs> so, so that's just a little bit about how that came about. And then in 2019, I moved here and my friends, you know, I just tell them a little bit, oh, it's because it's an 11 today. And they're like, what? And I would explain it and then kind of do their charts real quick for them. And they're like, you need to do this, Sarah. You need to yeah. start doing this for people. And so I I did. I, I put out a, a video to a Facebook group of women that I know, Women's Empowerment Group. I I didn't know most of them. I knew some of them, sorry. And just said, hey, I'm going to do this for free. I just want to put it on my YouTube. Let me know if anybody, you know, I signed up immediately, like probably 12 people. And it was about the third, the third consultation where I actually ended up channeling somebody's dead relative who had been murdered. It was caught on video. I think I sent you one of the pieces of footage. And so that was kind of that moment.
2: That was the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that was the moment. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. So, oh, wow.
2: Rathi, what kind of, um, I know you said like you were interested in numerology your whole life, but like what kind of training? Did, was it like self-training? Did you go to classes and then? No.
4: no. In fact, I just, just last year, recently started following Gary the Numbers guy again because I didn't, I didn't, I had heard him on the, the Glenn Beck show. And then I wasn't really on a lot of social media back then. And I didn't find his social media until again last year. I just taught it to myself, and I didn't realize—I didn't realize at the time—but I—I was an empath. I've always been an empath. I just didn't realize it until the more significant. I'm drawing somebody's murdered cousin on their chart. Things started mm-hmm. happening, you know, and until I couldn't deny it anymore. But I—I I guess that's the best way to say it—is they just. They just started coming alive to me and and I just understood. Um, I guess it's like that clear sentience. I just, I know what they are. I, I just sense it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I hope that I, You You mentioned two different practices or two different types of numerology. What were they again? Pythagorean.
3: Pythagorean. Um, mm-hmm. And um, what was with,
4: the other? Gematria. Do you practice both or? No. You said you mostly do the. Pythagorean, Pythagorean, uh huh. What are the
1: differences Uh, between the two?
4: So, Pythagorean numerology is what I consider to be more scientific. This is what you can hang the reality sweatshirt on, and it's going to hold it. Gematria is—it's so very in depth, and it is a lot. It's—it's—it's involved in Kabbalah, Kabbalism. Kabbalah? I don't know. Kabbalah. Kabbalah. That's what got me interested when you said that because um, I'm
3: obsessed with Enneagram. I'm sure you've probably heard of it. I've heard of that, Yeah. Well, I'm star- I'm thinking that that has to do with, I'm sorry, what was it called? Gematria? Gematria. Right. Yeah, because I've heard that the Enneagram is also based in the Kabbalah or comes from the Kabbalah. So I wonder, and it's, and it's a system of numbers one through nine. And it's like a, a personality and life mapping system. But anyways... You I'll said that that, pythi- yeah, you would love it. Um, it's called Enneagram. It's really interesting. But you said pyth- pyth- Pythagorean is more focused on future
4: predictions. And then- so, I would say that I don't want to say that Pythagorean numerology is focused. I would say that I, as a numerologist, mm. can use Pythagorean numerology to predict Mm -hmm. i can't use gematria to predict because not not nearly as well as i can do pythagorean because gematria is just so you've got 12 digits and in daily numbers or in charts with pythagorean you've got the cardinals one through nine and then you've got the masters 11 22 and 33 and that's it that's it with Gematria, you've got 142, you've got mm-hmm. 1249. I'm not like, like, it's it goes just infinity, you know, mm-hmm. and very, very detailed. It, it's I use the Gematrix calculator to look up what a frequency of a word is. That's kind of cool, you know, to do things like that or to maybe find more terms that resonate with my frequency. Or say like XRP. I'm huge into crypto. Like there's the gematria on XRP is pretty terrifying, actually. But but yeah. So it's just kind of like what gematria is. What other what other words are in the same frequency as this word or this number that you chose? Yeah, that's what that is. So almost like more spiritual numerology, and
3: then Pythagorean is more scientific. Yeah, based numerology.
4: Yeah, and I mean, your preacher in your typical Sunday church is not going to tell you that. They're going to tell you both of them are witchcraft and all of that. Yeah. But py- Pythagorean numerology is literally like if you're you're balancing your checkbook, are you scheduling something on it? That's numerology. It's it's using the energy and the frequency of numbers, and yeah. and you know however application that that you need to. So.
1: But how are you mm-hmm. interpreting those numbers? Do you use that book that you were speaking about to go through the words to correlate them with the numbers? Is that how that works? Or is it that, you know, ha- so how do you actually get a prediction from that just based upon knowing the numbers?
4: When I make a prediction, you mm-hmm. mean? Yes. So I don't use the Matrix for that or gematria at all. Oh, okay. um, when I, When I do predictions, like I, I literally will write out the month. I'll write out the month and then I just go through and I do the overalls and I do the daily numbers and it's 1101 right now. Hey, big daddy. Mm -hmm. And and so basically there's going to be numbers that stick out. First of all, every single month you want to watch the eights. You want to watch the 11s. You want to watch the 22s and you want to watch the 29s of every single month. And by the way, this year is a leap year. So we do have a February 29th, which is going to be interesting. Yeah, this is going to be a big a big leap here. FYI.
2: So, um, when you say watch the numbers, what do you mean specifically? Just everything having to do with the number, like people who are born, you know, under those numbers, the time, the dates. Like, what, what, what do you mean by watch? Yeah, or does the numbers? So, is, does something bad happen on those days, or like hopefully
1: something is? good? I, I need I need goodness in my life. Go ahead. <laughs> so good numbers.
4: Yeah, it can be good, and it, it can be not good. You know, I did predict on August first last year. I did predict a a black swan event on the eighth, and that happened. You know, we we saw what happened on the eighth through the eleventh, which was Maui, and and it was that one was really hard because I was receiving a lot of feedback at that time to not be such a fear monger.
1: Yeah,
4: and I when I had within me. The screaming urge to tell people something horrible is about to happen. Yeah, that and was, I that was felt... my
1: question that I, that I'm, sorry to interrupt you, but that was my question yeah. that I wanted to ask. When you know an event like that is about to occur or is on the precipice to occur, are you overwhelmed to get that information out or do you sit on it and, or pray on it, you know, that it doesn't happen? How do you go about that?
4: So that's a great question. And you may have even seen this bobby and my social media since we started talking when it came to the whole da- uh the 8th through the 11th of january here like i had just said there's something for the 8th and then on the 8th we ended up having a number one talk about the good and the bad that was i i had made a prediction video the night before as well as for january saying watch the 8th specifically and the 11th and the 8th, we had a huge market boom and crypto boom of the market which was really really good it's back down now but that's good and it's about to go back up again Hmm. i've done a few of uh, of those as well and then in this prediction video i said it's something to do with money because eight is power money karma we're in an eight year and to be in that eight month and it was an overall eight that was a triple eight so Hmm. triple That power, right? Triple amplifying that power. And then I said, and then hopefully it's not anything to do with like a mass cash event, as I called it. And then we had that, that, that big uh, explosion in downtown Fort Worth that same afternoon. So Similar things have happened, like, you know, with the volcanoes. I'll just mention something. I'm like, I the is about to pop off. And I'm like, I hope that's not a, I hope that's not a premonition, you know? Mm. And so I do feel a lot of times this like panic inside to get the news out. Mm. And it's always a it's always a balance of they're gonna think you're crazy. They already know you're crazy. Say your shit anyways, because who knows what you could do to help somebody like that's literally because i i didn't know where it was going to be with miami or not miami maui i didn't know where it was going to be i didn't know what it was going to be
3: i was going to ask that okay
2: no. Right. So you don't, so when you get that feeling, you just have a feeling that something is going to happen, but you didn't have like a specific vi- vision that, oh, this is going to happen with Maui. There's going to be all these fires to be crazy, but you just knew like something was going to happen, but not specifically the event.
4: Yeah, there's, there's. No, I, I didn't know specifically that was going to happen. And I called a black swan event. I said, there's, I'm not saying it's going to be, if you go to the video, I'm like, I'm not saying it's going to be a black swan. I'm not saying hurricanes. I'm not saying earthquakes. I'm yeah. not saying false flags. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, I'm Something. To, Yeah. And yeah. then and I used the F word in it and I was like, hold the F on, <laughs> hold on yeah, because it's coming. And I tried to be so emphatic and a lot of people. Take me as, like, oh, you're you're so extra, Sarah. I'm trying to not be a fear monger while warn people to be vigilant out there because we live in an insane world nowadays and we all need to be on the lookout at all times. That's so true. And so that's just kind of what it is. It does, it's a very, you know, I cried a lot after that, of course. Mm, You know, I cried a lot
2: after that. That has to be like a really terrifying, terrifying feeling, though, because you have this feeling of something really horrible is going to happen, but then you're not exactly sure like in what direction that's coming from, what exactly is going, you know, that I can imagine just not knowing, but knowing something bad's going to happen is just like this terrible feeling to carry around with you, you know, every day. And then
3: when it happens, too, it probably isn't a great feeling to be like, oh, I was right something
4: terrible I happened. Like, yeah. yeah. I always want to try to, I always want to try to be like, there's, there's the big part of me because I feel forever that people have been like, yeah, right Sarah, yeah, right. You know, but I'm like, see, I told you so. I told mm-hmm. you so. And it's not about me. Like yeah. I'm just the, I'm just the vessel. It's about, please listen. I'm not doing this for money or for attention. I don't, Who wants to look crazy? Who wants to, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a college-educated, successful woman who, you know, has her wits about her. I don't need Mm -hmm. to be going out there making a damn fool of myself for no reason. Now, if it's going to save a life or two, I will do anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I feel like this, like, I did not go I did not delve into the occult when I had my awakening. I did not do anything specifically. I learned numbers, which I now I'm looking at religion now that I've studied and gone deep. I'm like, no, God created this. So I'm not doing wrong and learning the code that he made.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
4: what why did why did that Prompt all of these like gifts to happen, you know, like reading people's minds out of nowhere, and you know the spiritual gifts that just just popped up out of nowhere.
1: Here's here, here's the thing. This is what I always say: if you take it back to b- biblical times, and you take whether it's John the Baptist, whether it's Moses, whether it's anyone who God spoke to and said, "Do this, go forth," and so on and so forth, right? Or let me give you this information they would be a person standing on the side of a street with a sign saying god is talking to me listen to me this is what's happening and no one would believe them right and they today. would be saying we need to get him medical help and put him in, in an institution and that would be that you know so it's so that does get that does get to me from time to time cuz you see it so often that if god or somebody really came back and you spoke you know to an individual the, he would never get his message out because they would always be locked up or shunned mm-hmm. away, you know, and it, it' so it's 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 interesting, but then you have the politicians running the country, and you know uh, unless he spoke to a politician, he's not going to get exactly he's not going get anything to done. them so yeah. so it's, it's, I, I just find that interesting Crazy, you know Crazy and Yeah, exactly. And that, you know, people with your abilities should be listened to and should be applauded for even taking the time, you know, because like, I don't, you know, because I I feel like I'm, I have little empathic scenarios that happen. And after a while, I kind of, you know, tap, tamp it down to where I don't want to know, or I don't want to say, or I don't want to, you know, tell someone something or, you know, it's like, because I'm like, you know, whether they believe me or not, I just don't want the drama, you know, that comes with it. So, so yeah, so so y- thank you for you know just championing that and still you know speaking your thoughts and mind and out here doing you know what you're doing. So
2: sure, thank you. Yeah, I just had a quick question. Like, so when when you do get these feelings that something major is about to happen, is that just it just comes to you, or does that is that because of just using numerology that you were able to come to that these predictions?
4: it's several things and it's 1110 here by by the way I just have to <laughs> notice it it's 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 several things Amy actually it it, it is the numerology that is a I I cannot I can't emphasize enough the actual energy and abilities that are that numerology is the catalyst of that it literally is the catalyst and it's hard to think like why would that be like what it, but that's that's a big catalyst, right? Of that. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I would say also, you know, numerology is, is both Pythagorean and gematria is like infinity. You're never going to get to the end of it, right? Even as an expert numerologist, less than probably 1% of humanity can do what I can do. But it, even so it's, I'm still learning every single consultation teaches me more about a certain number or about a certain set of numbers or a certain attribute or how two numbers work together in this sort of way so i'm constantly kind of adding to my encyclopedia but it's also empathically so i i can i can also there's because an 8 in one person's chart may not mean the same thing, even in the same placement as an eight in another person's mm-hmm. chart in the same placement. And that that chart just may call to me in a different way. I don't know how to say I don't know how to say it any different. It's literally just like the energy that I feel with it mm-hmm. and just what I sense what what I know. Uh, does that answer your question?
2: I'm sorry. Like if- that makes sense. <laughs> Yes. I mean, but basically not everyone can be a numerologist, right? Or no, can I, they? No, I, I mean, think everybody can. I think everybody can. My goal, that's the
4: whole reason that I'm trying to teach humanity how to read the numbers. Mm-hmm. And especially if you break it down with Pythagorean numerology, because it's only 12 digits that you got to get to know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you can start from there. Then my hope is that just like with me, and going back to what Bobby said, I believe we were all created to have these abilities. That's why we all have pineal glands. It's what our actual DNA is. It's what our hair is. Is the you know antenna into the I ether. I have hair,
1: by the, for the record. I have no hair. I'm just
2: joking. I didn't say that. <laughs> no,
1: he's not joking.
2: He really why, you're doesn't. so I've out of really, it. Really you're so out of
1: it. <laughs> with all this stuff bobby <laughs> but no but but seriously to <laughs> me to me you know it, it's just like being a human right everybody's everyone's a human right everyone has a set of cells that make them up to be who they are and so on and so forth but you still have you know the wide receivers that have their abilities the running backs that have their abilities the people on the sidelines that don't have no football ability so even though we're all humans everybody has their particular abilities. And to me, people like yourself have that extra or that that perception of these abilities that allow. It's like what Amy was saying, but I would wrap it up like this. It's like a, a lock. And uh, you're, you you know you, you can actually like like a, a lock that is numbered, not with a key. And then you can actually see the tumbler as you're turning it and you see what the combination is as you're turning the lock to know that these particular things will open up you know, this lock to get to this, you know, uh, chest or whatever's in the in, in the chest. But I think people like yourself have that ability. And whether it's your pineal gland is not shriveled up like others, and it's, you know, <laughs> um, it has, you know, For it's the size of all
3: the flora. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's the size of a grape <laughs> opposed to shriveled up almond. You know, right. it, I, we don't know until you actually, you know, you got a brain scan that, that, to to look at that. But I just think there are people with other abilities that others just do not have, and that are born with. For you know, whether it's you know, God gave them that innate ability. It's like singers; some can sing, and then some can sing. So it's just all those uh, different things. But but yeah, that's what I think, anyways.
3: Yeah, it's it's kind of like being a savant, or just being just ha- being born with a different. You know, your mind is on a different frequency than everyone else's, but. You know, through meditation and training and practice and study, anyone can, you oh, yeah. know, in theory, well, well, get to that level. But some people have to really practice it, and and some people are just born, yeah, with their m- mind open to it. I
1: don't know. <laughs> and, no, no, you're right. You're right in this sense. You know, we are, we were not put on this planet to go work a job for eight to sixteen hours a day, and have all this mm. social media being inundated with all these particular technologies and so on and so forth. Right and so your 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 consciousness consciousness and your being is constantly bombarded whether you, it's from driving talking yeah. just all the things that play out throughout all the, the day information we're yeah, overloaded exactly. with yeah and, and propaganda. Um, so so yeah but those are there are some that can quiet their mind and focus and that you know go and you know to another state or another level when it's you know honing these particular abilities and some they do it over time because The time you truly have to be of the planet, I would say, is when you're young. You know, you're not worried about a job. You you know, you may have stress Mm -hmm. in your life as far as what's going on in your household. But for the most part, those are the kids who really, you know, hone whatever skill, whether it's music, mathematics, you know, other things, sitting there talking to entities. Because, you know, they have that innate ability as the pineal gland is still, you know, probably, you know, like malleable. Exactly. And uh, you're not inundated with all the things that go on now. But guess what? These new kids, they are inundated with all the, the technologies. Kid. Exactly. And mm-hmm. all the stuff that happens, like, you know, you're being an adult and making all these, you know, phone decisions. Hmm, what game am I going to play now? Who am I going to talk to now? What, you know, just all kind of things that go on that we didn't have, you know, growing up back in the right. day. You know, to go out and play sports to do particular things and just sit and think you are yeah, just
3: play in the grass with your shoes off and exactly you know, feel some dirt on your feet
1: yes exactly yeah. so so it's so it's really it's really interesting when it comes to that regard, but let's go ahead and take a break and then, if you can, I want you to you know to kind of dabble into either some predictions. I know you were gonna do some numbers on amy and carolyn we can go either which way you want to go so um, (laughs) that was too funny (laughs) i'm excited (laughs) so uh let's go ahead and take a break and then we'll come back
2: thanks for listening to strange darkness radio where you can indulge in all kinds of spooky entertainment and stories about ghosts ufos cryptids and other unexplained occurrences If you have your own story to tell, contact us at 916-741-3032 or by emailing strange darkness radio at gmail.com.
0: Now let's get back to strange darkness radio.
1: All right. And we're back. Uh, So, uh, Rothi, let's get into how do you want to go? You want to go on the let's
4: i mean we have february done first so let's go ahead and go through february okay. and then we'll go ahead and do the ladies charts if if that sounds cool with you guys Sounds good yeah all right all right so it's a big month starting out with the first of february so just like with numerology charts, okay? Numerology charts, you're going to have five digits, right? Five placements. Two of those are going to be from your date of birth, right? That's your life path and your birth date number. It's from your date of birth. If you're looking at a date without a person involved, right? Like for predictions, then you're going to look at what's called the daily energy and the overall energy. It is the Same thing as the life path and the birth date for a person. Okay. And how I get those numbers is for the life path or the overall, I add all of the digits up together. Right. And it either deduces down to one digit or a master 11, 22, and 33. Okay. So, and then the daily energy is just what the day is. If it's the first, it's going to be a daily energy of one. Right. So on February 1st, we have a daily energy of one, of course, but it is an overall. 11 so we have an amplified master date on the first of february so it is a 111 that marker 111 okay so let's talk about this a little bit because the 111 is not only huge in my life but it's huge in our world re- regardless of if we realize it or not so it's eleven twenty-two right now so the <laughs> 111 what does that mean
1: what does that mean real quick real quick what does that mean when you say
4: um that? it's to me, it's more of like a. To me, it's more just like a. a these things are confirmation. Oh. I'm talking about. I'm talking about numbers, and I'm talking. So <clears> this <throat> would tell me yes. Get that. In, get that information out there. Get it out there hard. Get it out there amplified. However, put it out there with love. Got it. Okay. So so yeah, the 111. The 111 itself, as a general energy, is I don't like to call them angel numbers. I think that that's dumb. I don't, I'm not trying to offend anybody. It's just, it doesn't fit in into what, I don't call it angel numbers. It's not angels talking to you. Like people think, I don't believe that at all. The numbers themselves are talking. That is what mm-hmm. it is. They have energy themselves. So the 111, the 111 is evil. <laughs> it is threat. It's foe. It is war. It's aggression. It's giving somebody the middle finger it's i'm coming for you it's a warning so if you go back to like a lot of trump's that vid- uh, old tweets when he was before he was kicked off a few years ago you're gonna see a lot of the 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 tweets that he made the real big strong ones towards the elites towards the deep state specifically are mm-hmm. on the 111 markers either 1101 1011, 11, that sort of a thing. It's all it's always on the 111 markers. And this is the elites telling, they're communicating with one, o- one another, and they're saying, I'm coming. I'm coming. This is your warning. I'm coming. Like that's what that means.
3: So it's like Trump calling them out, and that's kind of almost like an act of war. It's it's like, him like, warning them. Or are yeah. you saying that? Trump is being is the aggressor. Yeah, like
1: or they're together. Like, what what are you saying?
4: Yeah, can you explain? So, if it was like a, if it's a general thing about the elites or about the deep state or about one of the one of his opposition, somebody on the Democratic Party that he's focused on in that tweet, whatever Mm -hmm. that thing that that he's focused on as his enemy, if he is speaking towards it in an aggressive way. Those were generally sent on the 111 markers. Oh. And this is oh, how you. the elites communicate to one another without us knowing. Mm. Make sense?
1: Yes.
3: No, how do you, I'm sorry, can you explain that? Like, Like, are they receiving messages, hidden messages from Trump or they're communicating via Trump or how
4: do you mean? No, they understand the numbers. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I see. Okay. Yeah. This is why we need to understand the numbers too. The Bible, yeah. whether you you know believe in that sort of sect of religion or not, there's a part of it that says, "Be wise as, as a serpent and gentle as a dove." So I consider myself in this regard because I worked. I work for good. I I want to. I want to expose evil, and I have mm. come upon as an expert. I have come upon. Oh. They are talking to each other, Mm. and that is what I'm looking to try to teach humanity to learn this language with me so that we all can be looking and for, oh, 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 okay, because a lot of times that's how you decode. A lot of it is empathic with me, yes, and it gets kind of confused with the numbers, and people are like, well, how does this say blah, 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 Well, I just knew it, right? That's different from what the numbers say, okay? There's numbers, and they have their energies, and then there's Sarah Rothy, the empath, and that's totally different. If you're just learning the numbers, the numbers are going to speak a lot themselves. And so it's just really learning those codes, learning the energies of them. And, you know, Trump was, was a, I'm not going to lie, he was one of the big catalysts to my awakening too. I used <laughs> to not be able to stand him. And then I did his chart, and I was like, oh, shit, you know, like, oh, shit. Like, oh my God. You know? In a know? good so, way. Oh yeah. my God.
1: Or in a bad way. Oh my God. Which, which, no. One? In a, like you, you, you can tell what he's saying. In a revelation,
4: and a revelation. It was what his, and I still have this on YouTube. It's on private, but I still have both of his charts on YouTube. It was basically, it let me know that he did this for the children. That's what it was talking about. Trump's chart is a 45577. Seven. Doesn't have one eight in there, which was the biggest surprise of all because eight is power, money, karma. But he doesn't have one eight in his chart, so that's insane to me. But I learned that the five and the seven together are super, super smart and a ton of energy. And he has duplicated sevens so and duplicated fives, so that's why that's so much brilliant strategy with that power behind it, with that energy behind it. But he didn't. He already had everything, right? This was he was doing this as as a mission for. For the innocence. And so that's what I had the cape for. And that's when I started really, really um, yeah, liking him. So I, I mean it, I don't like to get into politics a lot of times, but
1: <laughs> the smile that was on Carolyn's face just now.
3: Well no, I was gonna say volumes. something, but you but then you said it. But
4: go ahead. You can I'll oh, say it after. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things that's like, you know, all of them could be lizards. Who knows? You know, they all could be lizards. Well let, let me ask day. you
1: this before you get into that, let me ask you this question here. So, are you saying by the way that they talk and speak, you can actually tell who is an elite and who is in the Illuminati?
4: A lot of them, yeah, a lot of them, yeah. But I don't think Trump is. I could be wrong. I, I don't think Trump is Illuminati. I okay. think that he I think is he's
3: trying to take them out and expose them. Right? Yeah, you were
4: kind of. Yeah, yeah. I am convinced of that. I do believe that. <sighs> Here's where I start to really look crazy. Okay, oh, she's <laughs> gonna
1: say she's gonna say uh, Biden is <sighs> a the,
4: genius. no the, I, did, the I did his chart too, and and I did Hillary's too. I did them all. I did you do Governor
1: a- Newsom? By no oh, chance? God. I call him I call him yeah, Governor Nuisance. But, yeah, you um, should
4: do that one next.
1: A, he, he, God. Let,
4: me, let me get gloves on first. Oh
1: uh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Let no, no. me not mean. I'm just <laughs> we don't have to go into that realm. But then um, I was just curious. But um
4: Yeah. I think that they I think that there's different types of elites. Okay? okay. Yes, Trump is an elite, but I think he's one of the the good ones. If there could be good one, I think he's one of the good ones. So and, and people, we'll she is from the Texas. The I just end- want to say garden.
1: for the record. But, anyways, I'm just, that's
3: what,
2: what do you say?
1: I said, you are from Texas, so we have to, you know, consider <laughs> the source. But um, it's a red state. Just, uh, I'm just, that
2: I is was, amazing, though, because you could just really not like someone. And, but if you do their chart and yeah. it tells you a different picture, then that. Will can completely yeah, change your mind about the way you yeah. feel about that person. That's very interesting, actually. Yeah. Like, he was very
4: much like YT trash president in my mind before, before this. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. that's the redneck president. Now, I, grew, I grew up in Florida, like the redneck capital. I have redneck friends. I love redneck. <laughs> I'm not, you know what I mean? But like mm-hmm. this, I was convinced he was like that genre of, of a of a man and of an appeal and and so I held that against him for a while and also the celebrity I held against him for a while. Yeah, I was a big cruise person for a while, and Tom cruise?
1: then what? Tom Cruise? Ted Cruz. Oh, okay. I would say I would say Pajama Man that that sure. fights demons in his pajamas. Okay.
4: No, 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 no. Ted, <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Cruz <laughs> okay. down here in Texas. But Bye-bye, Ted. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: I, I'm not so much a fan now and yeah, Trump has really, really, I think opened a lot of people's eyes and I think that that's, I don't think anybody can deny that whether you love him or hate him, like he's definitely mm-hmm. shaken shit up and I think it needed to be shaken up. And he, the so without
3: getting into politics, which is what I was going to say earlier.
1: You guys are I'm smack not gonna... dab in the middle of it.
3: No, <laughs> Well, one thing that I like about Trump is that he literally has no filter. He says whatever pops into his brain he's and and that means that he's you know honest right compared to your typical politician who is the exact opposite of that. They don't ever say what they're really thinking or feeling. Yeah, they don't ever
1: I, I just agree with you, you on know that, what I mean on that thing
3: yeah so but.
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead, Bobby. No, no, no. That was it. That's all. I wanted.
3: But I'm not saying politically, you know, he's good or bad. I'm just saying literally whatever comes to his brain, he just says it. So at least, you know, whether what he's saying is good or bad, it's So it's how don't, he
2: really feels. You don't like <laughs> any filters, though, Carolyn, is what you're saying.
3: I just don't. No, I'm not saying that either. I definitely think he's said some not great things that he probably shouldn't have. <laughs> but I'm just saying... I just, I just don't like politicians. Period. I don't care what side they're on. I think they're all freaking liars. And so I agree. I
4: agree. Well,
1: unfortunately, <laughs> they're running bring, the like, world. So one running thing the country that I'm
2: anymore. curious about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, like I was just saying. Say, unfortunately, they're
1: they're running the country. So that's kind of we have to care. It's
2: <laughs> the
3: deal, right? You have yeah. to.
2: Yeah. But any, what were you going to say, Amy? Yeah. So that brings to mind. So you there must be like. Have you ever done, a, like, a chart on someone who we know they're evil? Mm. Has it ever Ooh, come yeah, up where, like oh, they have great numbers? Like, has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, serial killers, and you did a chart on them. Like, oh, this person has, like, the best numbers I've ever seen, actually. Like, is that possible?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that's how they were able to get away with all the murders, as long as they did. Man, joking. <laughs> okay. so ahead.
4: charming. Go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, that's funny. I haven't done any uh, serial killers numbers, but I—that's a good idea, and we should do that. And I do have mm-hmm. kind of a, a story with a serial killer. And yes, we—we were going to ask you yeah, about that. No, we <laughs> can't wait to hear about <laughs> that. Actually, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have to do his. But okay. but I think that I have a couple of on my social media a couple of videos pinned about Anton LaVey, who is who was the father of the Satanic Church, and his whole birthday numerology and his death date numerology is an absolutely stellar example of numerology both somebody who's born to be evil his his life path and birthday were 111 born uh-huh. to be evil uh-huh. and then his death date was October 31st of 1997 according to the pastor who was doing an exorcism on this woman who he was possessing during an astral projection thing, right? They were doing a seance, him, his daughter, Zena, Carla, his other daughter, they were doing this. He astral projected and was in this woman. This pastor was doing an exorcism. And then he asked God to cut Anton LaVey's silver cord, which is the cord that keeps you alive and connects you to your body, your soul to your body when you're astral planning, right? Yeah. Or astral traveling. and so that's when he died. And Zena came through too. There's a whole video on this. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. What just happened? Oh, she's okay. getting a... So... Hmm. there sometimes that happens it's just i just gotta sit there for a second so i apologize it's
1: um, Is that good or it's,
4: bad or no no, no but, it's it's just energy coming through messaging uh, kind of. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. i just feel and i gotta i gotta focus for a second so oh, I, oh, interesting wow. yeah oh, nice. it's just how it happens sometimes yeah. but anyways his there's this the death date controversy where Zena and his family said that he died on october 29th and the coroner, his death certificate, and this pastor say it was 1031, Halloween. Well, how apropos that the Fathers, the Satanic Church, would die on Halloween of all days, right? Why would his family and the media say something different? Well, when you break down the numerology of it, oh. 1031 <clears throat> is an overall 4-4. Four, four. It's a duplication, right? Amplication of the What is the 4. The four is the builder, but it's also justice. So a duplication of that justice four was God having the justice and the victory over Satan on a four-four energy day, right? So that makes sense. But why would his family say 1029? Well, let's look at the breakdown. It happens to be an 11, 11 duplicated day in numerology. So what they're saying with this is. The amplified 11 is the master intuitive. A lot of 11s are psychics. They're mediums. They have, they're people like me. I have no 11 in my chart, by the way. But 11s <laughs> a lot of times have that natural empathic ability. And and so this is saying that it's it's that duplication of that master. So it's taking two master numbers that are divinely connected numbers. And it's saying that he is that elevated ascended master. And it's amplifying that energy. So, even though it's not the truth of what's happening. Yeah, I was going to say, so which one is true? Right, exactly, right? Of course, I believe that the pastor and the coroner, the death certificate that says 1031. Mm -hmm. The reason that he said that the family said 1029 is because they don't want the energy out there in the ether or the admission to God that he had the victory over their father, who was the father of the satanic church. That was mm-hmm. the victory of God over Satan. Whereas the 1029 claiming of his death date on that date is the 1111 Master Amplified. So that's like an ascended master. He's up there with God. He he completed his purpose as a Satanist and and founding this church, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter what the truth is. It doesn't matter that... Hitler supposedly went to Argentina, blah blah blah. It doesn't matter that Muslim tradition is not that you uh, that you don't, what do you call that, cremate the body the day that they're that they die and then send them off to the ocean like they did with bin Laden. We know this. They don't care. Yeah. They put it out there in energy in media because everything is frequency, right? So they put up these narratives in media for us to be programmed right? Through the channels, prints of the power of the air, okay? Right? So we're using frequencies to tell people, tell humans and brains this to program them with this certain mind of thinking. It doesn't matter what the truth is when you know how to manipulate and you can wield the power of energies of numbers if you know how to do it. So I always thought that numerology was
3: almost kind of like destiny like how you use it you can use it to make predictions and stuff but you're almost making it sound like the illuminati and these you know cult leaders and whoever is pulling the strings of this whole world like they're all purposely planning these things based on numerology yes so is it both is it
4: or is it yes it's both mm-hmm. okay absolutely interesting yeah. so when i say the framework to our simulation what I'm saying is every single thing in our reality, everything in our awareness and our consciousness is built upon the railways of numerology. It mm-hmm. has a numerological energy and breakdown to it, right? So that's a per- person's birth date and their purpose. That is an explosion that happens on a certain date or a false flag or a black swan mm-hmm. event that happens on a certain date. That's the Super Bowl happening on to <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? With all of the, it's, this is all planned, guys. And we we've seen, I'm sure, on social media that they've now come out with, oh, it's going to be the 49ers and the Ravens. Which, based upon the colors that they've had out since the beginning of the season, one could have already guessed that. Well, now you're going to have it on 211. This is that's you know. It's so you're calling you're things. calling
1: that right now for all the gamblers out there, and you're saying <laughs> that it's going to be the 49ers and the Ravens going to the Super Bowl.
4: That's what I think. I mean, it makes sense. Look at the past three years,
1: you know? Ooh, I'm writing that talking. down. You better go put some money down that woman.
2: <laughs> Wait, who did you say? The <laughs> well, yes, Ravens versus Who's going to
4: who? win, though? 49ers. <laughs> 49ers and the Ravens. But who's uh, going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I, I
2: want to say, I want to say,
4: my my instinct is going immediately Ravens. Ravens. Mm. But of course, I'm going to go. Lamar. Don't listen to me when it comes to football.
2: But <laughs> yeah. I'm going
4: to say the Ravens. A little
2: football. biased.
4: <laughs>
2: okay, I'm gonna go put twenty five thousand dollars on the raven oh, my, my, my. <laughs> Let
1: me let me hold that, Amy. I'll probably make better use of it, so. <laughs> but you will still lose it. But at least you'll know it went to a good cause.
4: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay, so let's continue with this uh, February breakdown. The dates to watch that I am that I'm calling as amplified energy dates. Now this doesn't mean oh stock boom or a stock stock crash is going to happen this day. It just means it's an amplified energy date and there is a lot more probability of something like that happening, right? Mm. So amplified dates let's go with the maybe more shadow feeling type dates for me is going to be February 1st because that's an 11 one or a 11. Where are you getting the 11 from? It's an overall 11. So 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 2 plus 4. Oh, got up. you. Okay, got you. Right. Mm-hmm. And and then the the day, the actual first one, that's how it's mm-hmm. 11-1. Okay? okay. And then the three days surrounding, surrounding the 11th. So the 9th, the 10th, and the 11th, I'm looking at those three days right there are kind of looking funny to me. The 10th and the 11th specifically, the 10th is another 11-1. So we have that, we have the Amplified Master there. And go a little bit further down here. The eights are not too crazy in February, but we are in an 8-year. So we're going to, of course, watch the 8th, the 17th, and the 26th, as we do every single month and then also the 22nd and the 29th this month which is a 311 so the 11th is also a 311 so the 3 is a creative child we are we're going to deal with music The tenth is really kind of standing out to me. So, like something the day before Super Bowl—that's uh, that's a day that's standing out. And the first, and the first—is it bad or good? You know, one eleven. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: the first one eleven nine, energy. Tenth and eleven; those are all those standing are, out as especially not good days. Well, mm-hmm. as especially amplified days. Okay,
4: seventy-five percent. Mm-hmm could be shadow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Not just that, that the good can't happen. It's just more right. not More probable. Okay. And then the 8th, the 17th, 26th, 22nd, and 29th also are kind of, they may be iffy days as well.
4: Then Right, right. Those are okay. amplified energy dates. Uh, yeah. Specifically, the, the 10th, 11th, and the 29th are the ones that, the first, the 10th, the 11th, and the 29th are the ones I'm really looking at for fit. February.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything happening on the twenty eighth, by any chance? Why? No reason.
2: do you have something going on, Bobby? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might go, avoid, go to Arizona. Get on a plane? Plane? No, no planes.
1: <laughs> I <Air>, know. <laughs> plane. plane. I'm going on a plane to Arizona if I go.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was the twenty eighth, right? Yeah, twenty eighth. Oh okay. The twenty
4: eighth. I'm not feeling anything with it. It's not yeah. standing out for any any reason. You know, I got to come back on the twenty So to fly. that's my
1: good. I'm flying over 29 <laughs> too, because so I have to come back. So,
4: uh oh.
3: Oh, you're screwed. Uh, doom, now. Doom,
2: doom. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make it there but yeah, will you now make the 29th it back. is on the, uh, it's not a, yeah, it's one of those days, but not one of the main uh, amplified days. <laughs> it, it,
4: it's, it's the, the 29th is a 311. It's an, oh, so I'd say it's, it's like medium amplified. Okay. Medium amplified. Yeah.
2: Getting all of these down because <laughs> I'm going to be tracking my days yeah and the listeners too
3: if you notice anything on any, on any of those days let us know yeah. or let Rothy know
4: yeah, that would be great to yeah, hear go to, yeah.
1: go to Rothy's or, yeah. what, what's your Instagram so Rothy
4: reads numbers at Rothy reads numbers R-O-T-H-Y reads numbers um, as well as on TikTok um, on uh, what's that other one Twitter X I'm at Rothy's world nice oh.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Part 1 featuring our special guest, Rothy. Don't miss Part 2, where Rothy conducts a mesmerizing numerology reading on our hosts, Amy and Carolyn. Plus, Bobby experiences his first ever reading. In Part 1, Rothy showcased her incredible ability to unravel the mysteries hidden within numbers, peering into the unseen and piercing the veil of the matrix with precision. Join us for an eye-opening Part 2. If you thought you knew the hosts, get ready for a revelation. The numbers speak for themselves. This is your spectral voice, Benson. Thanks for listening to Strange Darkness Radio. As your journey through the shadow realms of Strange Darkness Radio concludes, remember that you unlock the door to the paranormal with the key of imagination. Beyond it lies another dimension... A dimension of eerie soundscapes, chilling sights, and the profound depths of the mind. You're venturing into a land of both haunting shadows and tangible substance, where the ethereal meets the corporeal, and ideas take on a spectral form. You've just crossed over into the strange darkness radio zone. In the vast expanse of the paranormal, there exists a fifth dimension, extending beyond the known realms of our understanding. It is a dimension vast as the cosmos and eternal as infinity, a mysterious terrain between the illumination of light and the depths of shadow. This is the middle ground between the empirical and the supernatural, where fears fester in the pit of humanity's soul and knowledge ascends to its zenith. Welcome to the dimension of imagination, an area we dub the Strange Darkness Radio Zone. As you conclude your journey with us, remember that you're departing this peculiar zone, a place where reality intertwines with the surreal. Be cautious as you step out, for you may find that the boundaries between the normal and the paranormal blur, leaving you forever in the lingering embrace of the unknown. Until next time, farewell from the depths of the strange darkness radio zone.